Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundant. John 10.10 He did not die a brutal death on the cross so that you could suffer through this earthly life, placing all your hope in heaven one day. That is not his will. He died to bring heaven down to earth. Heaven lives inside of you. 2 Corinthians 4.13 We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, First I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. You see, faith starts on the inside. It's a deep knowing. And then it births into the physical realm and we see its manifestation. The physical realm is just a mirror of what is going on in the spiritual realm. So instead of only addressing our problems from the outside, let's first look to address them on the inside. Because if we're only addressing our problems from the earthly realm, we will continually be coming back to the same issues. Dig deep to the spiritual root. The Holy Spirit has been given to you as a counselor and a friend, and he will help guide and direct you into total and complete healing. The Jesus of the Gospel was living under the law of Moses, and he was daily in the process of fulfilling its rules and requirements. Matthew 5.17, he said, If you think I've come to set aside the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets, you're mistaken. I have come to fulfill and bring to perfection all that has been written. The old covenant was dependent on blood sacrifices. These annual sacrifices only covered sin temporarily. Jesus then became the one-time blood sacrifice that fulfilled the Old Covenant and brought it to an end. Hebrews 9, 26-28 But he has appeared once for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself, just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Hebrews 9.15 For this reason Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Hebrews 8.13 By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete, and what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. Romans 10.4 For Christ is the end of the law, and because of him, God has transferred his perfect righteousness to all who believe. You cannot be righteous and still have a sin nature. 
when John the Baptist first saw Jesus, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He took our sins, and he gave us his righteousness. It was the great exchange, all based on Jesus' perfect actions, his life, his death, and his resurrection. You see, Jesus believed that his sacrifice would free all of humanity. Do you believe in his belief? By believing, we are deemed righteous. So take a deep breath and fully relax. Jesus loves you right where you are. He's not concerned about your perfection. He wants you to become familiar with his. In the new covenant, your relationship with God is now based on your position. What is your position? The Bible says that you are seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2.6 He raised us up with Christ the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. You see, you are no longer striving to be victorious in this life. You are now living from victory. It is finished. John 19.30 Victory is your starting point. Because of Jesus, you are deemed worthy. God approves of you, and he loves you. Now you are free to dream, and you are free to be yourself. You were created for great and mighty things. The passions and desires that you have are not a mistake. Dream big. He has already equipped you to live out these passions successfully. He longs to bless all that you put your hands to. Ephesians 2.10 We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Our only job is to rest and believe in this spiritual reality and find freedom in it. Out of this place of rest, the Spirit will begin to lead and guide you. You will be given supernatural assignments that line up perfectly with your passions and desires. God created you. He knows you. He is for you. Trust him. You are not defined by chaos. You are defined by peace. Peace is a person, and it is Jesus Christ. John 14, 27. I leave the gift of my peace with you. 
not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Well, how can we know if we are operating as courageous, spirit-led believers? You can tell when you are living in freedom every day because you will have certain qualities about you. When you are operating out of grace, you have nothing to hide. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to gain because you have nothing to lose. You have no one to convince and you have no one to impress. You don't need followers. You don't need man's approval. You are marked with joy and peace and security. You are free to serve and free to love. You don't need a position or a title. You are free to succeed because you are free to fail. And the biggest one is this. You are free to hear the voice of God for yourself. I want to encourage you today to spread your wings and begin to soar. When you are rooted in the knowledge of this truth, you begin to operate out of the kingdom realm within you, clearly focusing on your spiritual realities. You are able to access the power and authority that Jesus has given you so that you can truly have abundant life here on earth, operating in love and joy and inner peace.